Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Friday, August 12th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Okay, another another week done. We're at the end of another week. This has been a crazy week. Is there any week that isn't crazy? It seems like every week is crazy and loony. But this was uh, particularly crazy because of obviously what happened a couple of days ago with the uh, raid of, uh, of Mar-a-Lago. And drip, 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 more and more information is coming in about what supposedly happened, why there was a raid, um, as Trump gave, uh, you know, his total acceptance um, of the details around the search warrant. In fact, he welcomed the release of the search warrant and the details around that. But even with that, it's very odd. There seems to be... um a lot of confusion around why, why they had to raid the home of a former president when many presidents before him did similar things, such as taking back documents. Now, why they do this, I don't know. Maybe someone can come on or over the next few days, someone will talk about why presidents take these documents to their home. What were they doing with them? Is it memorabilia? What, what, what's, what's the reasoning for it? I mean, these are obviously... All the documents that Donald Trump had at his home or former presidents like Clinton, Obama had at their home, obviously these are documents they've seen when they were president. They saw them. So they know what's in them already. So it's not like this is information they haven't seen before. So what – and obviously it's all old information, right? So what can be done with this? What is so nefarious about it? Um, what, what, what negative thing can be done with these things? What, uh, danger does it hold for presidents to have years old documents? I don't know. And why all of these presidents seem to take them with them in boxes. <laughs> like you move things from one place to another back home. I, I don't know. Someone might answer that, but we do know it is a fact. It is an absolute fact that all presidents have done this. In fact, we know that uh, Obama had thousands and thousands, millions of documents that he has that they have not raided his home for. Millions of documents that was supposedly he was going to put on some kind of a disc or do something with that he didn't get to five years later, still hasn't gotten to. They have not raided his home for that. It doesn't seem like they should be raiding his home for that. It doesn't seem like anything is pressing, okay? Anything that Obama took back with him is such pressing information Once again, stuff that he already knows, that he was already privy to when he was president. Um, And then we have Hillary Clinton, of course. And we know about Hillary Clinton, thankfully, was never president. But Hillary Clinton had a bunch of emails, right? Millions of emails, and she deleted them. There was no raid of her home. Uh, There was no raid of her home to get the computers that she deleted these emails off of to try to get these emails back, right? Right. We know she deleted millions and millions of emails. There was no raid of her home. And, of course, the details are much deeper than that. There's a lot of stuff that happened around Hillary and classified information, and there was never any raid of her home. Um, Then we have Hunter Biden, who is doing absolutely illegal things on camera. This is the president, the, the son of the president of the United States, doing illegal things on camera, okay, flaunting. His illegal activities, whether it's uh, 
cohorting with prostitutes that he took across state lines or doing illegal drugs or weighing drugs like someone does when they buy drugs or about to sell drugs. He's doing all this stuff on camera. I mean, to be the <laughs> – one can only imagine the state someone has to be in to do something like that on camera, especially when you're the son of someone like Joe Biden. But has there been a raid of his home? Has he been arrested? Has he been indicted? Has a grand jury been summoned? Absolutely not. So when we look at all these things, we say, okay, why Trump? If his name wasn't Donald Trump, if it was John Smith, would they have done this? The answer is no. I, don't, I know the answer is no. So we're talking about – a president who they simply want to get on something. And this goes back to what I said. The minute this happened, before I knew any details, I said what this sounds like and what it still sounds like as these details come dripping in, drip, 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 is that they just wanted to get him on something. Like I said, it's the, the, the Al Capone method. You can't get him on the big things that you want to get him on, the real, quote, unquote, real things. So you get him on anything you can. One, to show all the time you put in has been wasted. Two, to show all the money you put in all that has been wasted. And three, just to get them. You got to get them. Save face. So they are trying to find anything that they can get Donald Trump on, even if it's a technicality, a technicality they did not use against Obama or against Hillary or against Bill Clinton or against anybody else. Because what we're seeing here, and as, as Trump has said, Everything was right there for them. Everything was right there for them. They were working on this. They were working on getting these documents to the museum. And they were working on it with agents. And there were things the agents wanted them to do, such as Put this certain, they probably saw certain stuff and said, let's put this on the locking key. You have this stuff? Yeah, okay, put it on the locking key. In fact, put a new door in or something. And they did all that stuff. So they did all the stuff that, um, that the feds wanted. They were working with them. And in the middle of working with them, they decided to do this raid. So what that tells me is they said, you know what? We're just not going to work with this guy anymore. We can get him on the technicality. We can get him on – we can possibly get him on some kind of a technicality and we're just not going to work with it anymore. We're just going to go in and uh, raid it and take what we need. And to me, it's – this is obviously such a picayune thing, supposedly nuclear documents. And even that nuclear documents thing, that was leaked through hearsay through another person to the Washington Post who wrote about it. And for anyone to say, well, the Washington Post wrote about this. It's got to be true. Remember, the Washington Post was so big on Russia. How many things did the Washington Post write about Russia, Russia, Russia that never panned out? Things they said were factual, that were real, that never panned out. Do you remember the Washington Post had 16 hit pieces on Bernie Sanders in a 2016 primary with Hillary in one day? All fabricated bullshit. So when you say, oh, the Washington Post wrote this. Oh, it's got to be true. Give me a fucking break. All they've done about Donald Trump is lie for six years. How many things have they tried to get him on? How many things have the left media and the Democrats tried to get him on for the last six, seven years that have all been bullshit? When you talk to people in the streets, there was an interview done with someone who's a Trump hater, and they were asked, okay, so what? what's the criminal act? They couldn't name anything. 
because it's all bullshit stuff. It's all stuff that you can't, there's no crime to talk about. Watching Jonathan Turley on Fox News, he made it very clear that even with these documents, there has to be intent proven. Not only he had to have intent, you have to prove he intentionally took the documents. So saying things like, well, he's dumb and he took stuff he didn't realize he was taking, ah, no good, no crime. You have to prove there was intent. He took something intentionally and he intentionally tried to hide it. Things that are almost impossible to prove. That's the only way Donald Trump can be convicted of a crime is to show he intentionally took the documents and he intentionally tried to conceal them from the feds and not give them back. Other than that, there's no crime. So it's absolute bullshit. We've heard people say, we had people on this show yesterday say that it's a crime for him to have these documents. No, it's not a crime for for him to have these nuclear, supposedly documents about something to do with nuclear weapons. It's not a crime at all. It's his right. Other presidents have done the same thing. The crime is intentionally taking it and intentionally hiding it. And it must be proven that he intentionally hid it and wouldn't give it back. So right now, I see no crime. I see it would be very difficult to get him on any kind of a real crime. Look, this is all just to make life difficult for him. We know this. And this is all done two and a half months before a midterm election. It's incredibly easy to see through this as a political ploy, as a political hit job, as trying to hurt the Trump Republicans who have won in primary after primary after primary. So we know this is done for this, for this reason. And on top of that, On top of that, we also know that they don't want Trump to run again. That's all they really care about. They really don't care about criminal stuff. They don't care about him going to jail at 80 years old. They just don't want to be able to run again. If they can just get him not to run again, they'll they'll feel this was all a victory. So this is all done to hurt the Republicans who have won all those primaries who are running in November because they can connect Trump's name to them and to make Trump not run again on his own or forced not to run again in 2024. This is why this is all done. So working with him as they were working with him on getting these documents back wouldn't have achieved any of this. So someone saw an opportunity here, you see. Someone saw an opportunity to hurt Republicans in November and hurt Trump's chances of running for for election in 2024. That is why this has been done, regardless of what they have, regardless of what papers he has, regardless of what documents need to be in a museum and not in his home, regardless of all that bullshit. This is the reason why this is all done. This is the reason. And the reason why there was no raid on Hillary is because they didn't care about Hillary. There was not this need to hurt, to to prevent her from running for office. Okay, they don't want to hurt Joe Biden, so they're not raiding his son's home because they know there could be possible connections. What would they find there that might connect Hunter's illegal activities in Ukraine to Joe Biden, Hunter's business dealings to Joe Biden, that Joe Biden said a million 
out. So we know there are all these things, reasons why they're not going. They didn't bother Hillary. They didn't bother Obama. And they're not going to bother Hunter Biden. Or they're not going to bother Hunter Biden until there's absolute immense pressure from the media. And we've seen zero pressure from the left-wing media on the Hunter Biden issue. In fact, they didn't really start talking about it until a couple of weeks ago. They avoided it at all costs during the campaign, of course. So we know these are the reasons why, these are the reasons why um, they are bothering Donald Trump. They simply want to hurt Republicans running in November that are connected to him, and they don't want him to run for office in 2024. Which brings up the whole idea of why are they worried about Trump running in 2024? Well, first of all, if these candidates, if Trump is so diseased, according to the left, if he's such a pariah, then all of his candidates should lose in a general election, right? What are they worried about? And if Trump is such a disease, such a pariah, he would get absolutely destroyed in a general election in 2024, right? So what was the, don't they want these Trump Republicans and Trump to be embarrassed this way? Well, we know the real answer is they're afraid those Trump-supported uh, people in, in, in running for Congress and Senate and governor will win in November. And they're very afraid Donald Trump would win if he ran again in 2024. So this this is obviously a political hit job. Whether, whether they have something technically or not, it's still a political hit job. It's still a political hit job, whether they had something technically or not. So the, the fact of the matter is, when you look at this, it's almost as though the details don't really matter. And once again, if they had something really big, something monumental that even the right and Trump himself could not refute, Merrick Garland would be screaming from the hilltops. There'd be leaks galore of all these incredible crimes that they've got him on. Merrick Garland wouldn't have gone in front of the press and in three minutes said nothing other than, I believe in the integrity of this office and the FBI and left and not taking any questions without saying these great and important things they had on on Donald Trump. You see it all the time with prosecutors when they have something big on somebody. They hold the press conference and they talk about it. They say, we got him on this, and he did this, and this, and she did that. Miracle didn't do that. Because he knows he'd be embarrassed if he talked about what I'm talking about here and said, these are the things we got him on. Some papers that that might have belonged in the museum that other presidents have also had and they didn't bother them about, but they're going to bother him because they simply want to get him on something, on anything. It, it's, and I am all for people who say, well, the, the FBI cost Hillary. Of course, the FBI didn't cost Hillary. Hillary cost Hillary. She was an awful candidate. She should have beaten Trump by a million points. Nothing, nothing the FBI did should have hurt Hillary enough where she lost to Donald Trump in 2016. So Hillary was a terrible candidate. Remember, she didn't go to Pennsylvania. She didn't go to Wisconsin. She didn't go to Michigan the last month when people were telling her to go there. When people were telling her it would be closer than they thought, she wouldn't listen. If she had gone a couple of more times to each state, she, very unfortunately, would have been president in 2016. But I'm all for this idea of the FBI not doing these things months before. They They always seem to be doing this stuff right before an election. And one can only assume they're doing it to change the course of that election, right? They're doing this to change the course of the November election, and they're doing this to try to change the course of Donald Trump running in 2024. 
So I'm all for the FBI, who, according to Merrick Garland, is, 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 you know, above board and beyond reproach. Bullshit, of course. They never have been. They've always been a dark, shrouded, clandestine organization run by people like Hoover. But they should not, if, if they want people to trust them, maybe they shouldn't do this shit right before an election, like almost every election cycle. Okay? Almost every election cycle, they seem to do this. So, what I'd like to know from people who say, oh, I'm so bothered. This, this is, yes, Trump, if, if he technically broke the law, he technically broke the law. Did it bother you? Did Hillary's email, did Hillary deleting all those emails that we don't know about because they've been deleted, they, did that bother you? The stuff that technically is illegal, technically shouldn't have been done. Does it bother you that Hunter Biden is doing drugs and maybe selling drugs or doing whatever he's doing on camera, weighing drugs, pinching his nipples in the tub, doing drugs on camera. Does that bother you? This stuff is very much illegal. More than technically illegal, it's illegal. Does that not matter? You see, it only matters when a Republican does it. It only matters when a Republican technically, technically, maybe, kind of, sort of, breaks the law, does something untoward. There's no consistency. You see, if these same people even though I believe, even if all this is true about these documents, I think it's total bullshit. But I'd at least appreciate if there were like consistency. You know, if the people said, oh, Hillary broke the law too, go after her. Hunter Biden breaking the law, go after him. See if there's any connection between Joe and Hunter, go after him. No, But there's, not, there's no consistency, you see. There's no consistency. Hillary's an angel, did nothing wrong. Hunter Biden's just a troubled young soul, did nothing wrong. Joe Biden knew nothing, knew nothing about his business, nothing wrong. But Donald Trump is evil and a, and, a, and a war criminal and put him in jail. You see, this is the problem is that there's no consistency. It's total hypocrisy. It's 100% total hypocrisy. So when people want to talk about when they want to get on their high horse, they can't. There is no high horse for Democrats when it comes to this kind of stuff, okay? Because they shit on the Constitution, which is against the law, by the way, to break the Constitution is against the law, to defy the Constitution is against the law. And they did it over and over again for the last two and a half years, whether it comes to the First Amendment or the Second Amendment, the free speech, uh, bodily autonomy, uh, health privacy, all that stuff. They broke all those laws, all of them, for two and a half years by, with reckless abandon. So I don't want to hear, and we'll get to that in a second. And about not applauding the CDC for what they did, but punishing those people and making sure they are punished so they never do this again. But you see, there's no high horse. There's no there's no moral high ground for Democrats on anything Trump. None at all. And also we'll talk about in a second. I'll get I'll get to Daniel, the caller. But this, the, the, the Democrats have now expanded this. Uh, keep inflation going act, which is basically where it is. Increase inflation. That's what we should call this bill that passed. The increase. It's not the, it's not the inflation deficit re, uh, act. It's the inflation increase act. That's the, because the, the, the deficit increase, inflation increase act of 2022, which had in it an expansion of the IRS. They're hiring these, what, tens of thousands of more IRS agents. 
spending millions of dollars more on expanding the IRS. Is this the Democrats' new like form of populism? Is that what people really want in this country, the expansion of the IRS? Is that what Democrats believe in, liberals, the expansion of the IRS? Who do you think they're going to go after, numbnuts? Do you think they can go after millionaires and billionaires who can hire a lawyer and, 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 uh, and, and get all – if they did anything wrong, they can just tie it up in court for the rest of their lives? No, they can go after the little guy who can't, which is what they do. They can go after the little guy. What are these new agents going to do? Play with their pud? They're going to go after the little guy who they can get money from. They'd rather get $500,000 from thousands and thousands of little guys than go after these millionaires and billionaires who they're never going to get a fucking red cent from because they have the lawyers to fuck them up in court for years. Is this, is this a Democrat's form of populism to expand the IRS? This is, a, this is a winning deal for them. They must think they're followers, and they're probably right. They must think their followers, their cult followers, don't, don't have the brains in their head to realize what's going on or don't care. Because, you see, if Democrats are doing it, it's got to be good. It's got to be good. Uh, Daniel. Daniel, are you happy about the expansion of the IRS? Are you, thr- are you thrilled about that? Yeah, um, I want to I want to talk about uh, institutions that are uh, uh, above and beyond reproach. How about we uh, in, in recent history? How about we start with uh, the CIA and what they did in 2002, 2003 in the run up to the Iraq invasion um, and how they lied about weapons of mass destruction? Um, how about we talk about the president's cabinet? Are they above re- re- uh, reproach when every one of them got up and lied about mushroom clouds and uh, nuclear weapons obtained by the Iraqis? How about when uh, uh, Colin Powell got in front of the U.N. and drew cartoon pictures or showed us cartoon pictures of chemical and biological weapons labs on rails? The most ridiculous I mean, people in the U.N. actually laughed at him during this presentation. Um, Let's talk about uh, the Federal Reserve in uh, circa mid-2005, 2006, when uh, Alan was called before Congress to testify about the extent of the housing bubble. And what did he say? There is no bubble. The market's a little frothy. Flash forward about a year and a half, and the entire fucking economy blows up and causes the Great Recession. It was he above reproach? Now we're here we are with um, CDC in 2020 rushing through emergency use only vaccinations when there was no real emergency. We have a virus that's a little bit worse than the, than the, than the flu. Um, for people that have no chronic diseases, it's something that no one should have given any consideration to. Uh, you're lied to about uh, vaccination effectiveness with respect to transmission and uh, infection. We were lied to about the effectiveness of masks. We were lied to about the lockdowns and how long they would last. Um, how about our how about our education institute, institutions, public education institutions? Are they above reproach? Uh, the ones that have held our children hostage and not given them a proper education over the last two years, just so they can use that as a bargaining chip in their union, union bargaining? Yeah, let's talk about all the uh, things that are above and beyond reproach, Merrick Garland, because you certainly aren't. No, he's not beyond reproach. In fact, he's a little shriveled up old man with no balls. He's given the position in the first place because they knew that he would be carrying a vendetta against Trump 
for the Republicans passing him by as a Supreme Court. Oh, 100%. Of course, 100%. That's what they believed. Absolutely. That's why he was chosen. He was chosen basically as revenge. Come on, they couldn't find anybody else. Yeah, they thought they had their mad dog. That yes. they were just going to have to turn loose on Trump, and that it was they were going to have no culpability for turning him loose. He is just going to be a mad dog with a lot of power. Yeah, exactly. That that's basically what it comes down to, you know. And uh, like I said, it's you really got to be, you really have to think, or believe, or understand, or know that your voters are that stupid, bat crap, shitty, stupid to be able to expand the IRS in a bill. In a bill you call the the Inflation Reduction Act, which, as we all know, and as most economists who aren't Democrat whores say, is basically the Inflation Increase Act. And it will increase inflation because you can't spend the tax during a fucking during during a recession and during inflation, which is what Democrats are doing, because all they know is how to throw throw money at things. And it doesn't never works, never works. But. To expand the IRS, to put in that bill something like expansion of the IRS, and then try to pass it off to their dumbass followers as, oh, they're going to go after the millionaires and billionaires. There aren't enough million. What are they going to have? 35,000 IRS agents for every millionaire and billionaire? There aren't enough in this country. There are like 100 of them. And they're hiring tens of thousands of IRS agents. Come on. How, you have how, no common sense. No common you, sense. Do you have any idea... How many IRS agents there are presently? They want to hire um, almost 90,000 new ones. How many do they have presently is what I would like to know. I think they're I, – I, I'm not sure of the exact number. I don't know. I'm too many. The idea is too – they didn't need more. Have you seen Have you seen the ads they've been putting up on places – where are they putting them on? Craigslist? If you want to be an IRS agent, then one of the qualifications is you have to be willing to carry a gun and use deadly force. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We got an American Ultra right there. Yeah. What is, um, that? is that? Are they, are they trying to? How many people who just want to like you know kill people and 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 and, and wreck people will will put in applications when they see that qualification? Hey, I get to kill people. I get to yeah, carry a gun. They, yeah, you remember the? You may not remember these, but I I remember these because I was a, a child in the '60s. So I remember the posters that were typically up that you'd see them in uh, places like San Francisco, where people were protesting the war, where they'd say, join the army and visit new and strange and exotic places and meet new and strange and exotic people and kill them. Kill them. <laughs> exactly. exactly. First of all, aren't, aren't IRS agents basically accountants? Do we really want accountants, nerds with, with pens in their pockets to have guns? Now they, they 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 pull out the pen the pen to dot the i and cross the t and we all end up dead. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it like James Bond? Are their pens going to be guns? I mean, this is this no, is no, absolutely- no no no. They, they 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 think they're reaching for their pen. Like you know, sometimes cops reach for uh, think they're reaching for a taser. Yeah. yeah. No, this is this is absolutely insane. The Democrats get more and more insane by the by the day. But this is what I try to tell people: elections have consequences. They have the right to do this because they have control of everything right now. And if people don't change this in two and a half months, boy, I, 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 I shudder to think what the next two years will look like if the Democrats don't take the beating, the absolute beating they deserve in November. And, and, the, and, the, desert, and the beating that the country needs to give them. Um, one last thing I want to say is, is if, I wish Mary Garland was listening to this because what I'd like to tell them that him is we live in a republic democracy, Merrick. You know this more than anybody, anyone in this country. No institution is above reproach. Not a single one. It is, in fact, each of our duties as citizens 
to hold them to account for everything that they do and to watch over them with the, with the most with maximum cynicism. That is what happens in, in a true republic democracy. Yes, and we're also finding out that these documents are already declassified. So they were, they're going after Trump for already declassified documents. And they're declassified, meaning there's no need to have them. There's no, there's no secretive need for them anymore, right? That's why you declassify documents. There's no need to keep them classified. There's no reason to keep them secret anymore. These are things that don't matter if, if people know about them. Yet they're still, they're still going after him for this. I mean, it gets, it gets worse and worse the more we find out about this. This is not getting better for the Justice Department. This is getting worse for the Justice Department. The more they tell us, the more it realizes, the more people realize, the more we realize, those of us with a brain, that this is just simply the continued years and years long political witch hunt of Donald Trump. They apparently think they have the magic formula established after um, the last uh, six years almost of, of blasting Trump. Um, and as you, of course, I, I hate saying this over and over again, but I, I was never a big supporter. I th- thought the man was, was crass and undeserving of the office. And we need somebody that acts, we really need somebody that acts more presidential. Hey, he, d- he did a lot of good stuff. And I got to give him credit for sometimes for not acting presidential, because sometimes that holds people back from doing what they need to be doing, or not only holds them back, gives them an excuse not to do what, what they right. need to be doing. And, right. and, and so, you know, kudos to him for, for doing the things that needed to be done, needed being done. Um, but, you know, I was never a big fan, but... You know, it's 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 like uh, Greg Gutfield on the Gutfield show says he's kind of he's kind of an energy monster, one of those monsters in, in sci-fi movies that suck up your energy. You know, they touch you and they suck every ounce of energy out of you, and they just become stronger. Well, you know, the, the, when they when they when they've launched these failed right. salvos at at him, yeah. what has he done? He's he's he is the only president I remember in my entire life. Having stayed in the public eye and public mind this long after being out of office. And the reason he is doing this is because of our media, social media, legacy media. They can't let it go because he was a moneymaker for them. Stirring, stirring up Trent, Trump derangement syndrome was a moneymaker for them. And they're not going to let it go as long as as long as it is. Well, and the thing is, and what it does, it has kind of the opposite effect that's intended to have, because it makes people like me who really never liked the guy. It makes me sympathetic. Exactly. And that's why I said so he's like the energy monster. So we have on one side, we have this this the media that, that thinks they've got some weird magic formula to to uh, get Trump. Uh, and all their and, and, and on the other hand, they're trying to, you know, uh, uh, boost their uh, balance sheets. And all they do as a consequence is, is, is feed the Trump energy monster. And, and they don't they don't seem to they either don't get it or they don't care or, or whatever. But um, that's that's what they're doing. He, he's just he's going to thrive because of this. And, 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 and I'm not happy about that. Um, I want DeSantis um, to, to, to run and I will not be happy if, if Trump runs. I will end up voting for Trump. Because just like um, they did in the last election, they did the impossible and they made Trump, which was I could never have believed this possible. But they made Donald Trump the lesser of two evils. And that is that is an amazing, the most amazing political feat that I have ever seen. Well, and after what they've seen from him, do they really believe that doing all this is going to make him say, ah, oh, forget it. I'll just get out. 
Uh, they really think that's going to happen? That he's going to say, oh, I, I, I can't take any more of this. I'm out. Uh, they, uh, they're really fooling themselves, aren't they? Yeah, well, I, I don't think they think I don't think they'd be naive enough. Well, who, who knows how naive, naive they'd be? But um, you know, naivety has momentum. Um, they, the, 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 it, given the present facts, maybe they would would not be behaving in the way that they are. But like I said, naivety has momentum, and this naivety has been building up over years, um, and they may not have a good way to stop this. So, so they're just they're going after Trump simply because they can't stop the forces that want to go after Trump. It has its own momentum. And, and so, you know, Trump, whether whether he runs or not, I don't I don't think that they're naive enough to, to really care about that. What, what they want to do is they want to just they want to label and brand the Republican Party in general as being uh, undemocratic, as being above the law. And they want to do this. So no matter who runs. They were branded just just like after Nixon and the, how the Republicans were branded for 20 years because of because of Nixon's behavior. Uh, I mean, I was a child um, growing up during that during that time. And and you and, and everywhere you turned uh, living in California, when when the talk came to politics, it was always about how disgusting the Republicans were because they allowed something like Nixon to happen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're trying to do right now. They're trying. They're not going after Trump. They're going after the entire Republican Party by going after Trump. They want. They never had. They 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 want another Nixon is what they want, in, in order to kill the Republican Party for the next twenty years. They want it desperately. And 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 you know all they're really also going after, if you think about it, is not just. And this has been said. And I think there's some truth to it. Is they're going after Trump supporters and Trump voters. That that's also what they're going after. They're and, going after. They're going after a wide swath of and you can, and Americans. And you can bet your ass that the Democrats are the ones expanding the IRS. You could bet a lot of these IRS agents are going to be going after who? Who are they going to be going after? The right or the left? Who are they going to be? You think there'll be no, no 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 political angle here? No political bent? No political bias? Come on. Well, there's you? there's already was admitted political bias a few years ago. Of course, you remember that where um, we we found out that. Uh, that conservatives or, or organizations that could be identified easily as being conservative, quite often just from their name or from their filings of, the, of their of their corporations uh, or organizations, they were being targeted. Um, nothing never nothing ever happened as a result of that. It was just someone came out and admitted it, and, and that was it. <laughs> right, absolutely. D- Daniel, thanks for the call. I appreciate it as always. Thanks a lot. Um, you know, and if I can just read. If I if I can just simply read something here. In 1987, the Supreme Court again made clear the president has constitutional power as commander in chief to classify and declassify. Regardless of any statute passed by Congress, did A.G. Merrick Garland obtain an OLC opinion before ordering this illegal Trump raid? And why not? This is from Mike Davis on on Twitter. And we also see comments from, uh, yeah, from Donald Trump saying that everything was, they were in total agreement. There were no disagreements with the, with, with the Department of Justice, with any of these documents. They were totally in the process of organizing them and getting everything to them. And even when they said, can you put this particular thing on the lock and key? They said, yeah, sure, no problem. So they spent money and they actually put it on the lock and key. And then out of nowhere, this happens. Once again, 
I think what they also were hoping for, this is, these are my words, um, is, is they were hoping that he would not uh, cooperate. They said, oh, it's Donald Trump, right? He's not going to cooperate. He's going to say, no, these are my dots. They were hoping for that. And I think what happened was they saw he was cooperating. You remember that line from Fargo? Who was it? That was uh, William H. I'm cooperating here. Yeah. But he, Donald Trump actually was cooperating. And I think they said, uh-oh, not going as we expected. They're cooperating. We told them to put the block and key. They're doing it. All right. Just go in. Do it. Go in. Say we had to go in and do it. So I think they were thinking they would ha- be able to do this because of non-cooperation. But they were getting cooperation. So I think they felt they had to pull they had to pull the trigger anyway because this was this is something they wanted to get him on. They felt this is something they could get him on. And they were going to do it. But hook up by crook, they were going to do it. So the fact that he was cooperating didn't matter to them. In fact, it probably very much shocked them and surprised them that he was cooperating. And this was their last shot. This was basically their last shot. Merrick Garland, the little shriveled up old bastard with no courage, no balls, the feckless little fool who I'm glad, so glad now, never became, you see, blessing in disguise, never became a Supreme Court justice, knows he had nothing on January 6th. See, that was another thing they would get him on, January 6th, right? If they had so much on January 6th, why bother with this picayune shit? Because even January 6th, like the Steel Dossier, like Russia, 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 fell apart. There was no criminal activity. They couldn't get him on anything criminal. Maybe they can get him on something moral or ethical or, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe if you believe the president shouldn't have been in that position where he was rallying the troops or he was talking about the election being stolen or whatever. But they couldn't get him on anything criminal. Nothing that would prevent him from running again. And this was their last shot. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you they thought he wouldn't cooperate. And then they'd be able to get him on that. But he was cooperating. And everyone around him said he was cooperating. All of his people were cooperating. That's why everyone was shocked that this happened, that this raid happened. So, look, is it a political witch hunt? I believe it is. I believe it is. And this whole idea of, you know, people are criticizing Trump for saying, well, maybe they could have planted something. Well, if you don't want him to be able to say that, or his followers to believe that, why would you chase all of his representatives and not allow any of his lawyers there while you're searching the place? You're making it look like you want to plan something. All right? You're opening the door for conspiracy and this kind of conjecture. Well, I don't understand how they were even allowed to do that. Once again, I'm not a lawyer. I don't understand how they were allowed to not... Shouldn't the person they're searching have at least one representative, one lawyer there watching to see what they're doing, to make sure they're not doing anything they're not supposed to be doing. These search warrants are usually very narrow, right? Who was watching to make sure they kept that narrow focus? So when you chase everyone out, you are allowing for this kind of act, the thought. If they didn't chase everyone out, Donald Trump couldn't be saying this stuff. So it's their own fault. It's their own fault. And of course, we know the FBI is very capable of planting stuff. They did this to Malcolm X. They did it to Martin Luther King. They did plan stuff. They did. They just, they, 
they this is something they're very capable of doing and they've done it in the past to their enemies they've done it in the past to their political enemies that they want to go away that they want to take down they've done a lot worse than plant stuff we know this this is fact lead pipe fred hampton right lead pipe cinch fact Okay. Before we end the show, I do want to talk a little bit about, and I mentioned this yesterday, this this praising the CDC for finally, after two and a half years, putting up guidelines that we all knew made sense from day one, that many people were doing that millions of people in this country have been doing for the last year and a half anyway. Things like not staying six feet apart, vaccination, non-vaccinated, not mattering, the difference not mattering because the vaccinations don't work, all that stuff. Once again, all the stuff I mentioned yesterday that you and I and many of us were banned, censored, eliminated for, for saying two years ago. So, and and people who I respected, like Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, went on Twitter right away and said, let's applaud Rochelle Walensky for doing this. And I thought to myself, no. I mean, if you want to be nice, and I don't want to be nice, but if you're a doctor and you want to be nice, do you say it's too little too late? That's something that's very safe to say, and I'd agree with that. Too little too late. But I think it's even worse than that. You know, this is not... It's almost like if Hitler, after killing 10 million Jews and gays and all the people he killed in concentration camps, said, I'm done... No need anymore. I'm on the straight and narrow now. My new policy is I'm not killing people anymore. Oh, good for you. Congratulations. You're a hero. Would we have done that? Would we have done that? If Hitler, after killing 10 million people, said, oh, okay, I'm changing my guidelines now. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm closing the concentration camps. I'm opening up a, uh, I'm opening up a, a, a borscht restaurant. Oh, good, good for you. Oh, good for you. Of course not. We still want him executed. We still want to kill him. We went after Nazis 50 years later who were 90 years old. (laughs) We went after them. Why? Because they need to be punished so it's not done again. We need to serve notice. We're not going to never again. Never again. These people who ruined lives and killed people for the last two and a half years, destroyed businesses, destroyed livelihoods, wouldn't let people see others in the hospitals, they were dying. You know what they've done on and on again, need to be punished so they don't do it again. So the people who come after them don't do it again because they will see, just like with the Nazis, they were punished for what they did and we punish them again. They need to be punished and held accountable so it doesn't happen again. We can't just let it go away and then three years later applaud them for finally ending their torture. This is insanity. And yet we have people applauding them or people just forgetting about what they've done. We want to move on. We didn't say that. We don't say that about the Holocaust. We don't say that about wars. We, we, we punish people even after wars have do, are done if they've broken the law. But all of a sudden for this, we're just going to say, oh, okay, at least it's over. Whew. 
No, we can't do that. That's what they want. They want to slink away. And we can't let them slink away, people. We can't let them. This is why another reason why Republicans must win in November. Because starting in January, we need hearings. We need to drag these people through the mud. Fauci, Walensky, Redfield, Osterholm, Hotek, Burke Jerks, so on and so forth. You know who the you know who the criminals are, Fauci. You know who the criminals are. They need to be put in front of the people held accountable for what they've done to us. There's no forgiving and forgetting here. No. That's too easy. And it just allows them to do it again. If they don't, if they don't punish for it, why wouldn't they do it again? If others that come after them see there was no punishment for this, why not just do it again? No, there's this punishment for committing war crimes. There's punishment for killing people, innocent people. There needs to be punishment for what they've done for the last two and a half years. Punishment, not applauding, no medals, no standing ovations, no forgiving and forgetting. Punishment for crimes. And I'm going to end on that. It's been a long week. It's been a long, arduous week. Um, And I think people just want to have a good weekend. I want to have a good weekend and relax. And I'm sure this will all be picked up again on Monday. I'm sure there's more, more to come out over the weekend so that we can talk about all of next week. But this has been a, 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 a rough week. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week. The, 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 the man who said he was going to unite the country has divided more than ever. That's Joe Biden, in case you don't know who I'm talking about. Anyway, this has been in Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Kachopoli. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you um, on Monday.